You wanna go to war? You got a war. You started it, we gonna finish. Hey, what's going on? Stan Destroyer for Punk Off Podcast. Usually I don't bother doing uh, intros or I just roll right into it, but this one kind of needed a little bit of setting up and I needed to cover a couple of things that uh, also didn't get talked about. Um, we've got, uh, I've gotten a f- little bit of feedback on the uh, podcast and uh, the, the one mention I've gotten before is that I need a uh, I won't judge you moment on each episode. I need to make it official, which I did not do this one, but we'll just say that I'll just cover it over the whole episode. Just that I don't judge. So on this episode, uh, uh, I talked before when originally I wanted to start doing the podcast is I wanted to interview people that I knew that were in, uh, bands or involved in the, in the band scene. And, uh, so I talked to Chris about it cause I had somebody I had lined up and Chris actually, uh, came back to me with somebody he wanted to do. And uh, actually, as with the way the scheduling was, Chris got to do his first, which was cool with me. So uh, I told Chris, that's fine. I'm like, and since you know him, you can uh, ask all the questions and you pretty much get to lead the way. And this time I'll be the one that provides distracting questions or answers, since that's usually his job. So as uh, time came around for that, I had actually gotten some sort of sinus and cold infection so it's you can you'll hear me and i apologize now I'll kind of hack up a little bit and i'll sound a little nasally at points and well that's all uh, some really good uh, cold and chest congestion medicine so it may be a little loopy which still kind of worked out for the for the podcast as it was so but uh so yeah there was the uh i got the recommended for the uh, don't judge me moment like i said we'll just say that as i'll just cover the whole episode with that um, recommendation of uh, more movie stuff, which actually I'd already talked, well, I'd planned before. We're going to have several features coming up. Not in every episode, but uh, in some episodes where we're going to cover some more movies stuff. And also for the guys that had been wanting skateboarding stuff. That is coming. Um, Chris knows about skateboarding some, but he was never a real skater or anything, so it's kind of hard to carry on long conversations with Chris about that other than him just nodding at me which does occasionally happen as well. But uh, I've got a guest coming up, which we'll have plenty of ep- talk about skateboarding, about that, just where the industry's at now, the past, just all that kind of stuff. It'll get covered then. Um, also, in this episode, it ended up, I just kind of didn't plan it this way, but there's an A and a B to it. So um, we ran so long because uh, Chris interviewed... Uh, one of his old bandmates that he works with, his name is An- worked with, his name is Andrew. Um, Andrew actually worked out really well for this. I think eventually we're going to have Andrew back, especially since we actually didn't cover a lot of what Andrew is doing presently. So eventually Andrew will come back. We'll do another one, but um, we ended up doing a two-parter on this one. So 
on the first half of it, here's here's part A. I don't know. Yeah, that was kind of the problem. We already started talking about a bunch of stuff, and then that's why you're not supposed to say shit. You just sit in there and hit record and then go. That's kind of what we have a habit of doing, but this time everyone, there's, since there was three of us, so it is rolling now. We rolling, we, and there is three of us. Why is there three of us? Because uh, Andrew, Andrew Goto, uh, six keyboard player, pro computer programmer from uh, old band Living Dead, currently uh, jelly uh, with peanut butter and jelly doing the Dubtronica Nights in Toledo, former strip club DJ. Jack, Jack off of all trades. Esquire. Esquire's in there as well. Actually, I feel like I do shit when you introduce me like that. It's very <laughs> awkward. It's like, oh shit, I have done stuff occasionally. On and off, huh? Jack of many trades. Well, you know, besides watch TV and... Yeah, exactly. We just won't look at my web browser history of any sort or shit like that. I like that we can drink while doing this. This makes it... Yeah, that's weird. Right. They can't see me, well... You're right, we're not drinking while we're doing this. Why would I even bring it up, <laughs> really? But one time, uh, we're thinking about, gotta have to do something over a green screen. Just, re- like, video- record audio and video, have a green screen, and then every single podcast can be from a different location. <laughs> from deep space. From Mars. Exactly. Why I pick space for both those? Eiffel items. Tower in the background. You know, we, we could be fancy, too. Yeah, that's true. All podcasts are uh, worldwide, you know. <laughs> Fuck the radio where you can hear them for, what, two miles before you're out of service, yeah. right? depending when you're driving around here. So on, uh, we're on episode three now, since we've already started talking. Episode three of Punk Off Podcast. Dan Stroyer, once again, uh, I'm letting Chris handle most of this one because uh, I've got some sort of bug and I'm going to slowly be losing my voice. It's not a bug, it's a feature. It's a f- feature? It's a feature, that's what they say in programming, like in programming. Ah, uh, okay. Like when you're doing your logic and code. <laughs> it's not a bug, it's a feature. So. You gotta work around it. Alright. Well, we're gonna work around it, so Chris is taking the lead on this one. Well, plus that, and I think I've you have known Andrew a little bit longer than you. Yeah, it doesn't I, help. I, I met Andrew, I think officially... Five minutes ago? Five minutes, five and ten minutes. I think I might have seen you around at some shows here and there. Probably, but usually I'm, I'm not about, all there yeah. when I'm out and about. <laughs> Thus far, it's going good. I've yes. known you for, what, five, ten minutes? Yes. And, you know, we seem fine. Going awesome. I don't know if you're trying to kill me, but if you are, <laughs> thanks for not telling me I like that. It's very suave. <laughs> Actually, he's a Michigander. Not much on the Tiffin scene ah. or anything like that. Yeah, but I did live wherever we are right now for like, I don't know. I have no concept of time. I Especially down here, nothing changed really, so it's like I just time lapsed right back in the last time I was down here, which may have been decades ago by now. Shit, it's been like four years or something crazy. No, actually, actually, uh, last Halloween was the two-year anniversary of uh, Living Dead's last show. Really? Okay. So this next upcoming Halloween, which is you know still a few months away, but that'll be the third anniversary. It's very odd. It's as long as I haven't played music, because like that was the last actual band I worked in. Like, but otherwise I've been in bands since I was fifteen. So it's a lot of time to not pay to get into shows. Now I go to concerts and I'm like, all right, oh yeah, I'm not up next. I have to just sit here and enjoy this shit. I paid money to be here. Fuck. 
you know, that anxiety you know, before you play a show. You're like, all right, all right, I'm going to go on soon. It'll be cool. And then everything's good for the night. Yeah, no, what's even, what's even worse than having to pay for the shows you go to is uh, the fact you don't have an all-access pass anymore. And you can't just go behind the ropes or go in the back room with whoever and do whatever. You're just... I found you you're, can do that anywhere. You're, you're, you're a civilian now. Just act like you belong there. I do it in restaurants all the time for some reason, like get plates and condiments and shit. You know, poor waitresses. You just walk back there like you know the place, wave at the cook, grab whatever you need, and continue <laughs> back out. I've been stopped twice, all right? Only two times have they asked me to leave the building from doing it. But, you know, it's a good adventure. I recommend it if you got the free time. Sounds, sounds like anarchy. I just really want to. If, there, if, there, really. if there are no boundaries between the customers and the and behind the counter, what, what's this world coming to? I understand it's a class warfare issue. Really, at the root of it, isn't Service it? Service anarchy. <laughs> it's why they have to throw away the food. I think at fast food, you know, if the order's not for them, it was wrong. They don't get to keep that. I did a lot of fast food work as well. It was very boring times. That's how I started out. McDonald's. Slinging nachos at Cedar Point during the summer. That is the bravest way to go because it's one place everyone goes to. I made sure mine was Arby's in the middle of nowhere. Nobody goes to fucking Arby's if there's other options. (laughs) So it's great. You just sit there and wait. Taco Bell ran out of meat next door. Worst day of my life. I had to actually do something that day. It was like, oh... I don't, I don't know how to make these hamburgers and push these buttons. I've been sleeping for the last two months in the back. Letting you guys eat Burger King and McDonald's and Taco Bell. That's all next to us. You know, you might have to sell curly fries. But to be at McDonald's in fucking Cedar Point, it seems like nonstop traffic. See, I was in the pizza industry. That was just as bad. Well, it wasn't too bad. During the week, it wasn't bad. Friday night, Saturday oh, night. Yeah. Especially because we sold beer. <laughs> oh, yeah. So you were a good pizza place. Yeah. I got some of that, too, when I attempted my one year of college up at the fine University of Toledo. Marco's Pizza up there, and I had delivered uh, some of the, uh, how do you say, politically correctly uh, government-subsidied housing Uh in certain ethnic neighborhoods. And there was times where we'd have to take two of us on a delivery just to... for what I hear, most, safe most places do that anymore with deliveries. So, really, so there's a bouncer guy in the car. Basically, yeah. Basically, the same guy. Even You've a got story I've ordered a few times where there's some, somebody else in the car or something. <laughs> they open up the car door. You hear that old western theme, the whistling, <laughs> the Clint Eastwood spaghetti western guy. Yes, yes, yes. He's got a hand tucked in his. Jacket, you know, just watching the pizza guy. You think people would tip better if there was a guy standing right behind him with a with gun, gun. just ready to go? It's like, really, really, five percent, maybe up that shit, you know? I think you meant twenty. <laughs> yeah, I gotta pay for this dude to stand behind me as well. I need listening break even tonight. What if the pizza places aren't paying for that and just very smart delivery dudes are getting their scariest friend to hang out with them all night? Because, let's face it, every pizza delivery 
guy is smoking the entire time he's delivering. Yeah. So they're usually pretty high by the time they get to you. I could get a friend to ride along with me. Like, man, I'll smoke with you all night. What else were you going to do? You're unemployed. I know you. <laughs> Not a bad plan, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Well, everybody's scary friend is unemployed, too. Like, yeah. like, oh, I love that face tattoo you have. Where do you work again? <laughs> That's right, nowhere. Unless you're Mike Tyson, then you can get TV shows and shit. Cartoons. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I was able to introduce you to that. Literally. <laughs> have you seen the I, Mike I Tyson just... mysteries? Uh-uh. Oh, I can't believe they gave him a show as a voice actor. Like, <laughs> Mike Tyson's not the person you think. Voice actor. Voice actor. <laughs> no. <sighs> But it was pretty funny, though. Especially, uh, Norm MacDonald is one of Tyson's pigeons. Oh, there's a whole backstory for it. It's great. I'm gonna have to check that out later. Yeah, I can tell you every show wastes time if you want mindless entertainment. I have the problem I've watched, like, Cartoon, Bang Bang. Cartoon Network, Adult Swim. That, that figures. I don't know how I missed it, then. I swear they don't actually air it. It's only on the demand I've ever found it, even. I've never seen huh. a live episode. I just know it's on there on demand. Well, I demand more. Isn't there one of those smart channels that lets you fast forward? I mean, some of those, like, regular NBC won't let you fast forward through shows and shit. But the Comedy Central, Adult Swim, they let you go. No, because they're trying to get in on their advertising model. And, I and, still and, see and, the ad while I'm fast forwarding through it. it, it if anything, it's more effective than having to watch whatever the fuck they were trying to tell me. Oh, Got you're, it. You're, you're gonna you're gonna have a DVR where you can fast forward through the commercials. We'll show you on demand content. You can't fast forward it, and we'll shove some commercials down your throat. Ha ha. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, though. They're not uniform. Some channels let you fast forward through. It's like, really? So now I just don't pay attention to these uh, dicks. Like newer shows, some uh, newer network shows that they're trying to advertise or promote. I I just noticed there was uh, some of the newer shows have that feature and some of the older stuff do not. They're just trying to survive with how the internet's caught up to kicking TV's ass. I mean, I can go and watch movies for free all day long and watch TV shows for free all day long. You better feature something in a high-quality resolution that I want to watch. Otherwise, you're fucked. All right, even YouTube comments or, or videos are fucking great sometimes. Like that uh, Darth Vader. You see the Darth Vader Night Shift Manager? Yes. Awesome. I've so awesome. <laughs> they did what? Like three seasons of that shit. It was great. It's like, uh, yeah, what if Darth Vader's cousin, who for some reason was burnt exactly like him and has his suit, <laughs> was a day shift manager? Night shift manager? I guess without the suit, a lot of managers are that way anyway. Yeah. <laughs> they try the Jedi mind trick. You can see him doing it. Just trading a Darth Vader suit for a vest and tie. And... I think he you had one to mop the floor. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's podcast. You can't see how we just yeah did the Jedi mind trick and waved her hand like Obi Wan and you want to no no you have to do the silence to let it sit man all right it's fucking hilarious the silent pause while I wave my hands for no reason uh, (laughs) the listener at home going what the fuck's going on yeah 
They're just silently. Well, if visual you jokes can, are awesome on podcasts. If, if, if you can imagine Andrew throwing his hands in the air and waving them like you just don't care, well, that's actually then why you can I understand. I'm wearing this tutu and fur jacket. All right, not only because I'm a baller and can afford a tutu and a fur jacket, because I know it does really good radio. Yeah, I don't know if there was some kind of uh, 2000s version of a disco pimp. I think I think you'd win that category. That's what I heard. I think it was uh, Bootsy Collins told me that back in 79. You know, back when I was not a fetus. What would pre-fetus be? Semen? I think so. Right. I think that would officially be... Well, I'm grossed out I said it, and so anybody that's... else. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't I, I do believe that's the first uh, usage of the word semen on the uh, Punk Off podcast. I do believe it so... is. Great, so, so it's not getting cut. It's, it's what first, oh, no, we don't cut anything. <laughs> In first five minutes, huh? There, there might be a lot of first... It reminds me, can I swear? Time. That's the main thing. I, I only oh, just yeah. want to swear viciously. They just put the little explicit label... Well, actually, he, he put the little explicit label up and... So is it the context in which I swear that gets the explicit label, or I just swearing in general? <laughs> oh, ah. I don't know. Maybe that would be some. That would be something good to check out because can you have like explicit content without the major curse words? Well, if you're putting I mean, the could logo, we just, could we just do like a whole clean version of the aristocrats story? What would a clean version of the aristocrats <laughs> joke be? That just seems terrible. <laughs> So this guy and his daughter, and there he is, doing stuff to his daughter, you know, things. And the mother walks in and gets her toy, her uh, mop, and starts mopping the floor. Yeah, around where the wetness from stuff is occurring. How vague would you have to go with your sexually explicit <laughs> things to let people know that somebody's Or if you just use fisted. all medical terminology of... That might be educational. You yeah. might get on National Geographic with that shit. <laughs> Here we see the sphincter at its most dilated. <laughs> and now the penetration. It looks Frank, like there's a... no clean word for that. <laughs> hmm. Moist. It's a disgusting word, just to say it. I knew it. Enough. I knew it. Some people <laughs> Wait a minute, have, have you people, agreed with it? Moist. Some people moist. have that. Moist. Certain moist. words people don't like. I just threw the you word out knew there. It was, yeah. That was going to be a winner. It's the softness of the word. Like It's really why I'm a huge fan of the word cunt, because it's got that sharpness to it. But, you know, moist. I don't know. I just, and if I you put them words together... You put them words However, together. However, yeah. Yeah, you, you, it might be a good day. Because you have to do it in a certain order. You can't do cut moist. All right, then it still it doesn't roll off the tongue. It's going to be the name of my next uh, punk album. <laughs> moist. Cut moist. Cut moist. <laughs> Dyslexic. By the band Sex Helmet. Yes. <laughs> Castro's Sex Helmet's putting out the first album, Cut Moist. Castro's Sex Helmet? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he became oddly fascinated with the whole... Castro thing every he would Castro's a badass I want to hear this now no the dude up in Cleveland (laughs) Cleveland. Castro hit the girls oh good god this got even worse yeah well here's the thing I don't know if you know this about him he usually brings two papers to work to read 
Because this way he has both sides of the story. Yeah, well, that makes sense. Yeah, makes sense. You are where the internet exists, right? And you have a phone, but you can continue on. <laughs> so he was during break here, but yes, when the Castro, the whole Castro thing in Cleveland's going on, he was oddly fascinated by a lot of it. He would have to tell me details. And the biggest one I think that stuck out for him was the sex helmet. That fascinated him in no way. It was in the article about a sex helmet? Yes. Go on, I, sir. <laughs> From what I remember reading, like he had like a motorcycle helmet, like on some kind of restraint, so the girls couldn't knock themselves out, like you pass, know you pass have... themselves out while they were being raped and forced to do things. That's ridiculous. You have kept people captive way too long when you're like, you know what, their heads are thrashing around a bit too much. If only we could do something about that, like. Never do you hear that? Not even fetish no. porn have I seen that. Like, let's give her a helmet <coughs> so she don't hurt herself. So, but yeah, somewhere along the way, we decided that would be a great band for a name was Castro's Sex Helmet. It is now that I know of it. I, now that you explained it, you can't do it. People will be pissed off. Because <laughs> I thought the Satan's Tortilla was one of the weirdest band names I'd ever hear from the area, but we got to do Castro's Sex Helmet. I'm like, that wins. Do they do like metal Mexican music and whatnot? No, awesome. they used to do. Uh, actually, it got covered later. And yeah, you're probably you're too, I'm sure you're too young, but there was a band called Satan's Tortilla, and they were really uh, they were like an art band from BG. Their biggest song actually got covered by another band later, and ended up being bigger for them. But was, they did a song called Jerry Garcia's Dead. That was their biggest hit. <laughs> which Jerry, Jerry Garcia was still alive at the time, but then even uh, better. But then another band from. Was Big Hunger Cheese actually... They were actually from BG2, weren't they? Right. So they ended up covering the song and it ended up becoming a bigger hit for them than it did for Satan's Tortilla. But Satan's Tortilla was... They were a really odd band. They were uh, members of the Church of Bob, Slacker. Oh, yeah. They, were, they would hand out pamphlets during shows for that. <laughs> um, usually they would wear... I'm trying to think. The one show I saw, most of them had like the kid's devil costume. So it didn't really fit anybody. It was like a cape that was like 12 inches long and devil horns and plant, you know, but. It's ridiculous. I love the fact they started marketing the devil that way for a while. Like, he was on well, a little suntan. It was just that one show I saw like that, because I think they did do other shows, and I think it was close to Halloween, but they did another band also. It was the same, the same group of guys. I think they were doing it, like, incognito. And the band was, the band name on a flyer was like, it was like 12 inches long on a flyer. It was like queer, say no date, and something. And like one guy had like an aquarium fishbowl helmet on, and uh, had one guy who was covered in shredded rags playing trash can for percussion. They had one dude sitting on the stage smoking cigarettes, reading the newspaper. <laughs> and they did not stop. Their set was 45 minutes long, and they didn't stop once. It's the only time at this particular <laughs> venue that I went to. That everybody went outside to smoke. Even if they didn't smoke, they just went outside because after a while it was, it was just that terrible. Yeah, it's really hard for like performance art bands to start off at the ground level. Because usually you know, they have the college following, but sometimes we get bored and we're just like, this will be funny. We can see how long we can do this. I think that was done for the next I just feel like, how annoying can we be there? Can we clear out the entire building? And they did manage that. 
Finally. I've been to bands that definitely we tried that. We lined like a whole stage with gnomes and whatnot, and then we had a guy <laughs> gutting a deer on the side of the stage. Needless to say, we're banned from that venue with that band, but <laughs> hilarious. Nobody, there's like two people trying to get down, but they're so disgusted and confused by flashing lights and gnomes and a guy cleaning a deer for some reason. I just support it, but it's there's no market for it. No. There is like a very small scene. That's one thing I like about where I'm at up in Michigan is I'm by Royal Oak and whatnot. We oh, have yeah, like this yeah. noise um, performance art scene. It's the weirdest thing because you'll go to these places, I'm pretty sure are abandoned buildings. Yeah. And you're like, you walk up three flights of stairs that probably shouldn't be walked up by that many people. And there's Santa Claus being spanked viciously. By an angel girl and a devil girl while being choked with a plastic bag. Strobe lights for some reason. I don't know. And word? apparently this is how we celebrate February. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, all right. But there's a market for it. Just it's so small because I've seen the same 25 people at every weird event yeah. I've ever gone to. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing because you know, around here, you know, everyone's usually, it's cover bands if you want to play anywhere. Oh, yeah, you make money with cover bands. Yeah. I'm surprised I've avoided it as long as I can. I think it's because I'm not good enough to play other people's music. That was I can always, play terrible music, that, fine. That was always part of my thing. And I had a buddy of mine approach. He goes, hey, we need a bass player. I'm like, hey, what are you guys planning on doing? He's like, a lot of 311 colors, covers. <laughs> and I'm like, I'd just rather slit my wrist. I just couldn't I just couldn't make myself do it. I knew they were going to get paid well. But oh, it was yeah. just like, it, I'm like, I don't know. You make a killing on cover bands and whatnot. I knew a bunch of people doing Motley Crue things up at like iRock and then 500 bucks a night. Like 500 bucks a night. I'm doing originals every day of the week and I get $60 maybe at the end of the week. Yeah. 500 bucks to act like you're Tom Lee up there. <laughs> Sorry, my dick's not big enough. It's all right. They have those fake dicks now. If you're not seeing porn, you know, you just plop the fake one on there. Use that as your snare accent. I think exactly. War does it, actually. War might already do this. <laughs> Are they, do they have any surviving members left in Gore? Uh, they lost, like, another dude, I thought, recently. I'm trying... I don't think so. Maybe the... No? I was going to say, I thought uh, Balzac, Jaws of Death, I thought might be the same dude, but I think even he's traded out at some point. Yeah, it's brilliant how long they kept that as an art project going. They're like, you know, this is fucking hilarious. Let's kill whatever new president there is in office on stage. <laughs> yeah. Let's make sure there's a giant dinosaur fucking miscarriaging for some reason. reason. <laughs> yeah, I think probably Brocky was probably the last original member in that band. It's like they have the same old gimps, though. I swear the gimps just get older every yeah. time I've seen them. It's like, oh, these people know they have a good gig. They're like, we get paid 400 bucks a show to get fucking jizzed on. I was doing this for free back in Alabama. It's always the old guys. You can never find the young girls that will do that for your live shows. Believe me, we tried. Yeah, all those uh, shows with... Uh Cages on either side of the stage always seemed to be the the girls that wanted to climb up and dance in them were not the ones that you wanted to climb I got up the and dudes. dance in them. For some reason, my side of the stage always got the dudes. <laughs> well, I was on that side of the stage, and and I don't know. I don't know. I think I think uh, the homosexual population came out to see us. Well, we did have a song called Masturbate, which just encouraged you to do whatever the fuck you want. So I'm surprised there weren't people just jerking off while dancing in the cage. Hmm. 
Yeah, you gotta think of this. <laughs> Most of it was about doing drugs a lot, way too much, and probably dry humping things. I mean, once I ruined it. <laughs> there was a political aspect. <laughs> I'll take credit for being like, hey, I like that zany thing. We should do that till it's no longer funny anymore. Yeah, it was fun. It was good getting out of the house. Beer run, keeping keeping the chops up. Yeah. Always made shows hard though because we do them so often. It was like you getting out of the house. This was our one time to party. Unlike you're supposed to do for shows where you're supposed to promote the shit out of what you're actually doing. You should be playing the show, you should be out there like, hey, you like the show, check out the music over there for sale. It was our one day off a month, so we were like, fuck, we're going to get Party and Smash over here. <laughs> Shit, there were people that watched us. Boy, I hope they bought something. Did anybody sell the merch? Did we have merch? We had it. Just, we were very, it was our one month, or one day a month to party. That's what I did with it anyway. <laughs> What about uh, touring? So on tour one time for about two weeks straight. You uh, remember anything like that? Any favorite stories? Anything stick out? I don't know how you guys let me drive. I was probably drinking nonstop the entire tour. I know there's videos online that prove it allegedly. That I might have allegedly been drinking the entire time while going through customs and things. I still like going through the border. What is it? We had uh, Zach, right? It was, was it him that filled out the entire custom card. But with the guy next to him's information, because we're all so drunk going back into America. He Canada. even gives the other he, dude's name. He wrote all he wrote he the was other copying off his sheet. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't he a test. Like, like, imagine... You're, you're in high school, and you're cheating on your test, and you're copying off somebody. You copy their name also. also. You co- <laughs> it was so great. And then I had, there's a questionnaire on the form that you fill out to come back. Are you, do you carrying any foods or meats? Uh, eh, we got half a pack of bologna. <laughs> Oh, he claimed it. He claimed oh, half a pack of bologna. Oh, no. Going through custom. They didn't like, we were smeared and, you know, just the corpse makeup we had. Yeah. Hungover. We just drove like six, nine hours from wherever the hell we were that to was... get to the border. I didn't realize you couldn't take beer across the state, so I'm slamming beer on the bridge thinking, oh shit, I gotta finish all this before I get to America. <laughs> they didn't close our hood. They didn't strip search our car so bad. They didn't close our hood. We'd take off after they finally let us go after like an hour and a half. Fucking hood pops up on me like fucking uh, Tommy Boy style. We're driving around the hood pops up. It's like fuck. <laughs> it's bad if it happens normally. If you just pounded a twenty four pack driving across the bridge because you're scared shit out of you. Yeah, I'm terrifying. <laughs> I just thought it was funny they wouldn't let us in our own country. Like I just getting out was easy. Oh. They let us right out of America. Oh no, hey, I don't know. We let you go home, man. Right, yeah. You know if they deport us, they're just gonna send us back to you guys, right? <laughs> Yeah, that was... And you know know they was lying. They was using the excuse that they found some marijuana cigarettes in there when, no, we had everything (laughs) out of the vehicle before we even went into Canada. And this is coming out of Canada, so that's 
a good. Yeah, what do you think? We bought your overpriced. They actually were questioning us about our T-shirts and merchandise and whatnot. They're like, "Oh, where'd you get all these and whatnot?" Like we bought a bunch of T-shirts from some other band or some shit. I'm like, no, they're because they're made over here in Bradner or some shit at the time and whatnot. It's like I knew where they were made yeah. because the labels said made in China. They started giving me all this shit about it. Like, oh yeah, blah blah blah. Well, it says this here. That we did have two mannequins with like gun straps on them and a giant fifty foot upside down American flag. So I understand their hesitation, and I believe at this time there was cheese stuck to our trailer because earlier in the tour we just had cheese that I wanted to see how long I could stick to the side of the trailer. So the dogs first off are going crazy for this fucking cheese stuck to the side of the trailer. If we had drugs, they would never find it because how much these dogs wanted the cheese. Wheat gold cheese, it just melts into your trailer if you leave it on there long enough. I recommend it for everyone on the road. <laughs> yeah, that was... Uh, I don't know how we did like a... Toronto, Toronto to Chicago overnight. Yeah. Pain in the ass. Then getting stuck at the border for an extra hour and a half, two hours. What really sucks is, you know, the person that was originally riding us, we traded out in the car. He had a rider list. We could have gone right through. We could have just gave him the stupid Yeah, thing. true. That was kind of our fault because we didn't have our declaration of goods and yeah. equipment. Oh, and... Uh, Canada. They just really hate us and nobody wants to talk about it, all right? They're building a fence that we just don't know about. <laughs> like these damn Americans keep sneaking in here, free health care, topless women in Toronto. It's legal to be topless in Toronto, right? Or is it just all of Canada? Uh, I prostitution. No, yeah. it's hand jobs and uh, strip clubs and things like that. I know they're a little more. So you've heard hand so jobs allegedly. Allegedly, yes. So you, uh, <laughs> someone told me once. Somebody, more than one person, told me more than once. You try these new condoms that let you know if you have an STD. If you hit those Toronto strip clubs, you might want to check that out. After, allegedly, I mean, your friend might want to check this out after the fact. No. Actually, we didn't have any time to... I, I wanted to run around and see all the sights. And oh, no. When we were there? <clears> no Toronto, time. when we was there. Set, get up, set your gear up, try and find... The beer store because you know they don't sell it in a convenience store. <laughs> walk across the bridge. It's like, to get like Pennsylvania, you have to go to a special store. Just like in the classic movie Strange Brew, Bob and Doug <laughs> McKenzie. That was with what Christian Death, I think we were there. We were at some opera theater out in Toronto. This is weird because it was like the third version of Christian Death. I was gonna say that had to have been yeah. Yeah, it was like it was the one guy who claims he started it, but then reformed it after he got kicked out of what Mm -hmm. became Christian Death. Either way, hot bass player. So we didn't care either way. We're like, "Eh, we're not that great of fans of Christian Death. There, I mean, I know you exist as a band. And I'm fine. The ones that didn't have their own equipment and had to use my shit. Is that what they had to? I knew we were there way too long. But I just thought it was you guys macking on their bass player. Like I said, they had that like Scandinavian bass player and whatnot. Maybe not you. It was like Jason hitting on her real hard in the car. Either no, way, shooting no, whatever that... bass player they had. 
boy, I'm screwed now if anybody Googles it and like Christian <laughs> Death just got this hairy dude as a bass player. It's like, no, it's the other Christian Death. It's like a giant Viking. Yeah. He loved it, all right? It tickled the balls and it was all, everything everybody wanted. Not you. We'll blame someone else. Well, you know, you brought it up. Everybody else uh, was all in relationships at the time except for one of the guys so we was all living through him and through his experiences trying. we did make him do terrible things for that reason <laughs> where was it we did that fetish show in uh, Philadelphia in Pittsburgh oh Pittsburgh Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh. I know it was a <laughs> oh yeah I remember you had sucked. to everything was on a hill direct straight everything you walk out of the bar and you just started drifting down towards the end of the block which is not fun hauling trailer full of <laughs> It's great watching Bang the guitar bang. amps, though. Like, just everybody trying to push it off. Like, you know. Oh, that was great, though, because it was like us in a fetish show. And like you said, we just made sure every single member was hitting on all the girls. Like, we can't go over there and hit that one. Go ahead and hit that one. And then they had a weird transvestite crowd in that whole crew. So we, like, sent some of them over to girls. It was like, oh, that's not a girl. That's not a girl. Back that's it a, off. Back it off. That's all I next. <laughs> no, they were smart. They had the little bow ties. Oh, okay. They were sneaky. <laughs> then they gave us free booze. That probably added into the thing. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it wasn't a bad little tour. I I do remember one story. I, th- I don't know if you want to tell her or not. The shoe incident. I I don't know anything about shoes. Okay, I'll I will press it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I do. I do. Now I'm curious. I, I'm thinking, what the fuck happened? Who? Oh my we, god! We toured Hansel and Gretel. Oh yeah. Who was their drummer? It's slowly coming back. Who was their drummer? Uh, yeah, in his defense, not in his defense. He had to come for that tour. He was. Well, I'm gonna bring it up because I went to tell you about this about three weeks ago. I was on a forum and I read somebody was bitching about the drummer from <laughs> Hansel and Gretel. So I was just kind of like, yeah, I got a friend that's got a story, and I just left it at that. So <laughs> he was pissed when it happened. You can find it on media and shit like that. <laughs> he knows, is all I'm saying. I, it'd be a nice battle if you guys wanted to fist fight it out. It'd be like a drummer battle. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I don't know. What you're talking about. <laughs> you were a good person doing the whole time. Nothing bad happened. It's right. He helped me out. I was uh, tripping balls on their bus, just throwing chips around. And that's how you got stuck driving home at the end of the tour. He's like, hey, he should not drive at all. He's just been spinning in a circle for the last half hour, throwing chips on a tour bus. <laughs> I like how you at least gave me the chance of the 20 minutes to drive, but then when you realize I shouldn't, you at least swapped out with me. Yeah, I, w- I wanted to make it home. <laughs> yeah. You could have. I mean, it was just, there was rainbows in that rain, and it was very awkward. Allegedly. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly. <laughs> well, there's always that. What about, uh, what about your experiences working as a strip club DJ? It's great. Slash terrible. Eventually, you realize you're just doing the soundtrack to sad people jerking off. It's like, oh, hey, y'all want to hear this again? Here you go. Slow jerk to this. Soundtrack sounds like you'd think, but I'm bored, and you know I've listened to other music, so I won't just play techno all the time. Because why not? 
You're in the middle of Ohio. Let's face it, they aren't on top of their techno-savvy things. It was kind of ghetto-y, too, so, you know, you play a lot more rap music of sorts. Which is odd to be sponsored by a rock, like, station, and then only have people that want to hear rap music all the time. It was the worst because I was there when, like, dubstep took off. So you know how many times I hear Skrillex the first month I lived there? It was like, oh, play this song. Play this song. Which I can play whatever I want, but you stick $5 in my pocket, I'll pay whatever the fuck you just asked for. And it's so much easier. They're very awkward places. Like what were we doing earlier? Let's hear your strip club voice. Strip club voice? Do it around. Come on. Oh, and... Come on, we can bust oh, that. Oh, is fine. I don't know if I can do it. I got all right, it. All right, all right. Uh, hey, all right. Welcome to morning. This is more of the morning DJ voice. But from what I hear, this works for the strip club as well. All right. Let's right, get box. Get back in that box. Boing. The other technique is to find the dirtiest things you can say that aren't quite dirty. Like, oh, yeah, check out that girl over there. That spread could feed a family of four. Get up in there. Get them dollars out. And you're like, what the fuck did I just say? Like, as soon as I started there, I had to stop smoking weed because, like, you know, you get that extra sense of, oh, what am I doing? And you realize how bullshit and stupid it is. Especially, I had four managers, man. They'd come up to me all the time and be like, oh, you should do this. You walk away, the other guy's like, man, you should do this. The opposite of the other guys. And then one guy's like, hey, man, you should do this. How about you all stop micromanaging me and walk the fuck off? We're in a facility where you give a person a dollar and they put their tits in your face, all right? I can play fucking The Cat Came Back all day long, and they'll still do it. I actually had the power go out on me. The girl was on stage. All I did was... Three minutes till the computer rebooted back up. Bitch made 15 bucks. Just beatbox. Just to me going... That's your beatbox skill right there. First off, to dance to it, you have to have a terribly good girl on stage, because that's the main thing. Some people can be strippers. They understand. They're screwing horned up guys out of money. Those people, I love. All right? You understand. You're in control of the situation. Then you have these girls that are just strung out and like, oh, no, I'm the victim here for this whole thing. No, no. You just took a hundred and something dollars for 20 minutes of going like, eh, eh, I'm this fucking dude. Who got screwed in this situation? There are people who love strippers. Valentine's Day was the saddest day I ever fucking worked. Because they bring in big bouquets of fucking shit. And they're like, here's this lady. And she'll take this jewelry and these flowers walking back. Oh, motherfucker. And just sitting there Googling shit. Oh, I got 2800 bucks right here. Hell yeah. Just trying to figure out how much it's worth. Hilarious. Though you get to be friends with the customers so you get to figure out how dirty all the girls are. I purposely worked out of state. I was like, oh, I'll see nobody I know. Then it's like, oh, shit, everybody I know went to work out of state, so they didn't see people they know. So it's like, oh, fuck. Like, last year on my birthday, a bunch of drugs and whatnot with my girlfriend and her friends, and fucking we're hanging out in the house, and they're all showering and whatnot. I'm like, I've seen every girl in this house naked because they have all worked with me. This is very awkward, and I should not acknowledge it in this situation if I would like to continue to not get slapped. Yeah. It's usually best. Even if it is obvious and the truth, it's just, just leave it alone. Yeah, exactly. You see them walk by doing the hand thing real fast. It's like, yeah, remember yeah, okay. that time yeah. you were burning a tampon string out of your vagina? I was there for that. 
Which apparently is a thing. Either of you know this is no, a thing? Uh-oh. No, apparently strippers, if they don't is cut the string... Light the dynamite? Yeah, they hunch, <laughs> like hunch over. I walked into this unsuspecting, because it's the only place I could smoke in the club. I'd run back in the lounge, you know, they're all there doing their thing. Apparently sometimes they're bent over, lighting their tampon string like they're goddamn dynamite. <laughs> Which is fine. I just wait for the day with the girl's pubes to do it. You know, it just gets further and further. Well, good thing you won't see that in many strip clubs. Yeah, I guess that's true. That's what Um, I thought was weird. Unless you time traveled to 1970. (laughs) Beavers and Bushes Glory. They probably had different names back then for strip clubs and things like that. Or burlesque. They would be burlesque or go go clubs. Yeah. Go-go gloves seem cool, but they seem different than strip clubs because they're all, basically you're going to just wear a bikini and high boots and dance around. Mm. I think that's where the cages originally got popular from. Right. Oh, that made Mike. <laughs> yeah, that was God level. damn it, Chris. Level. <laughs> Microphone check. Really, you don't cut anything, huh? No. <laughs> <laughs> Too much work oh, on editing. You're way too gassy for this, sir. <laughs> I can blame you all day long for anything I do. The audience, they know. They can tell. Yeah, yeah. That's not the right pitch. I have heard Chris's pitch. It's more of a B-sharp, suspended. <laughs> That's right, you got multiple tones in there. So yeah, since we don't have a video right now, Andrew kind of has his face saran wrapped to my ass and I'm playing the farting game with him. That is very awkward. Did you listen to the same thing I did earlier yesterday? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Apparently if you go to eFucked, you can find anything you want that is going to make your lady cry. <laughs> but yeah, you just saran wrap that shit right around there, you know? Get some of the rollers on the knees. They fall around like human centipede <laughs> on the go for a business man. Business man? Business man. Business? Yeah. Business. I slurred like three words in there, I'm pretty sure. Well, you know, it, it is your birthday. You're allowed. Damn right. Special special occasion here. Special podcast. Yeah, way to date it. Now you can't release it three months from now when you need one to release. <laughs> well, who knows? You know, we could have you back for part two tomorrow. You'll be in town. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Tomorrow, <laughs> the date, you know. That one day, then... Have you tried that, just saying random things, and be like, I'll edit it in later, you know? Today's date, edit it in. Of, edit it in. <laughs> All right? There you go. Now you can do Check a 2015. Check listings for... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is odd that we have to just stop ourselves when we're the only ones editing it, and you yeah. just stop talking. <laughs> so when did you decide to make Macho Man your uh, theme for overlooking everything? Oh, that's always kind of been a thing between the two of us. It's just Macho Man. Cause... How does it determine who well, it looks no. at? Oh, I just said Dan forever. Dan's been a big uh, Macho Man mark forever. Oh, yeah. And then uh, once we started working same shift, start playing PlayStation and playing the wrestling games in the morning, we get off work, kind of evolved from there. Then you get the, oh yeah, pretty well down. Well, you can also entertain it like, like, you do the one octave and then you do it like a little higher, you got Kool-Aid Man. You got, 
Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Who was first? <laughs> I'm just curious. You I don't know. know. That is a good question. It'd be that like was... a battle. <laughs> exactly. Now you got me thinking about a Kool Aid Man versus Macho Man battle royale in a cage. They're just the weirdest mix-up song ever. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Oh no! <laughs> Cartman! <laughs> oh no! Right. You got you, you got dibs on that one. Mix Macho Man's Oh Yeah with Kool Aid Man's Oh Yeah and Cartman. Oh no! I kind of want to just overdub them and see if they're the same one. What if like Kool Aid just been screwing over the Macho Man for years? They're like, I like that saying. Let's fucking record that. Pitch ship that up. Bam! We got a commercial. Like the Affleck duck. What is it? They made the uh, Gilbert Godfrey do quack. But he only did it once. And then they doubled that shit up and haven't paid him since. Well, yeah, because he did the... He made the... Uh, oh, it was the Japanese tsunami joke about... He, he <laughs> is lost, that what it came from? It came from a bitty He man? lost his Japanese girlfriend, but he was waiting for her to float by again. And they heard that and got pissed oh, and, and fired him, so... Oh, okay. <laughs> They thought it was it was insensitive at the time. So, so yes. really, he did that nine eleven joke right after whatever. I, know, I figured I know. that would get him fired from jobs. <laughs> oh, everything's hilarious. What is it? Uh, time plus tragedy plus comedy. <laughs> yes. Which is, you have to do the math that way. If it's time and tragedy equal comedy, then you're an asshole. Yes. <laughs> hilarious asshole. It's like have you seen what is it? Anthony Jeselnik stand up. He's such a dick to everyone oh, I all the time. Know. Hilarious. Yeah, I don't know that guy. Well, I've heard of his name, you know. Oh, what is it? He went and did um, stand up comedy about cancer to cancer patients. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I it was, that. He's not nice at all in any way. It's hilarious. What was he? Uh, Jimmy Fallon, I think he was a writer for or something. No, yeah, I think so. Yeah, I've been horribly on a comedy kick the last, like, six months of just listening to every stand-up that pops up. That's okay, I'm still sitting here thinking about when they decided to put pants on the Kool-Aid guy. Wait a minute! She didn't have pants at a time? Yeah, there was one point where... A naked dude was just bursting into people's houses! That's what I never got, is, you know, for years and years, it was just him busting through, no pants. And then they they brought the Kool-Aid guy back, but they put khaki shorts... On him. It's worse that they put shorts on well, him. That's because that was shit to the Exactly. Point. It just draws your attention to it more. Like, khakis, <laughs> huh? So he's an engineer? Yeah. <laughs> he he works in upper management. Stuff. But they did. I remember there for about a year and a half, they come to a Kool-Aid commercial, they put fucking pants and shorts on him. I'm like, that's more distracting than, I'm like, what dick was it like? You know what, Kool-Aid guy really needs to eat some fucking pants. You just can't run around with no pants on. Oh my god, there was a meeting about this too. There yeah. were six dudes around the table like, hey, what if we gave him pants? I don't know. What are you talking about? Like slacks? Shorts? You want to put a thong on? No, put him in khakis. Put him in cargo shorts. Make Whatever. him an everyday man for the Kool-Aid. But I noticed finally when they brought him back, they did away with the shorts once again. So at least it was less distracting. But I think they were going to do that with Yogi Bear too when they wanted to do the movie. They want to put pants on him. I'm like, that's more distracting than putting pants on a bear. It's bad enough he wears a vest and a little... Well, How I don't you know. I was genitalia on him, alright? He's a 3D fucking gen... I would not want to spend the whole movie looking at his bare ass, so... Oh, but um, But um, God damn it! <laughs> Chris is punny today. <laughs> 
that. Yeah. Trying. It was we like, are talking Yogi <laughs> Bear 3D because that's the only Yogi Bear worth mentioning. <laughs> Long night last night. Andrew came down the area last night and we all got together. I kept you up to what? Four in the morning or something stupid? Yeah, so we're pretty much running on nothing but rocket fuel right now. Is that what they're putting in this now that they sold it to the Germans? <laughs> that's, that's, that's funny. Rocket <laughs> fuel in Germans since it was the Germans that got America to the moon before... Oh yeah, good old Project Paperclip. <laughs> All of our fucking NASA things. Google it. Werner von Braun. <laughs> that, did they just make name. a movie of him or some shit? I swear they just did a movie like, you know how they make everything a love story movie, but I swear they just did one damn. Or at least the people building the rocket they or some shit. It was like uh, something's wives or some shit. It might be astronauts. I'm not terribly off on this. It could be. Yeah, I just watched hey, something last. I leave the door open so we can. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. It's your call, but you know. <laughs> Sorry, as long as we talk, they know. That's him that's missing. true. But yeah, I watched something last night with uh, Neil Armstrong, where apparently they'd had so many problems with the booster rockets. Oh yeah, just blowing up. That they were just planning on sending him up anyhow, and if it blew up, they were going to blame the Cubans. It was a race, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it was um, what is it? The same thing like with the Challenger, that whole seal issue. Mm-hmm. They could not get the seals down under that temperature in space. Right. Man, just send them up. Yeah. Well, we well, were shooting dogs, and we were shooting monkeys up there for decades. <laughs> I was telling Chris earlier. I really hope there's a planet with like life on it that got one of these dogs or monkeys spaceships crashed <laughs> into it. This fucking brilliant animal here just came and landed. And somewhere they think there's a planet of all dogs, dogs. or monkeys <laughs> that fucking just run this shit. They build rockets. They fucking launch, and they have human pets that pick up their shit. It'd be awesome. I so hope we're invaded by those aliens specifically. And get here like, what the fuck? Yeah. What's going on here? Then <laughs> this shit is proper proportions. Why are your doors like this? The dog's only this big. Let their human wait outside. <coughs> you see, like, they, what is it? Um, Jupiter's moons, they just sent the probe to. Yeah. Uh, next week, they're going to have Pluto's probes going through. They're still been trying to figure out whatever the hell that uh, white spike is, which is probably just a mountain with somewhat snow on it. But it means, hey, ice and more shit in space. Yeah. I have a hard time with all science things because I'm still unsure if they went to space. Like, you know, if you go out there, there's yeah. debris and shit that'll destroy your shit. Maybe satellites might work, but I want to see HD pictures of anything. Why are all fucking NASA yeah. things like, here you go, here's that 9-bit picture 10 pixels uh, per a, frame. On a time delay. Yeah. Um, you know, I just watched a guy crap for three hours on fucking Periscope, all right? He did that live streaming HD quality. Thanks, iPhone. We can't just strap an iPhone to fucking one of those things. Not a scientist, I'll just say it now. All right, <laughs> I'm neither. sure there's tons of logistics to this. No, yeah. <laughs> but as an asshole, let's just throw a drone high enough and hope... <laughs> <coughs> it's like you see the guy that just uh, beat what is it Red Bull did the guy falling from the stratosphere yeah. and whatnot. then this guy built his own fucking space like suit and fucking beat him at 50 something he was like 50 something mm-hmm. years old falling from almost four what was it four miles up or some shit like that because he okay. beat the record by like yeah, a you're, mile yeah you're 
you gotta take a special hot air balloon all the yeah, way up there. Yeah, they use, um, they just, what are they, the weather balloon bullshit. But ridiculous. <laughs> Especially to build your own suit, because how the fuck do you test it for that? <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna be falling from space to Earth. Billy, go get that home torch. Get a cut of There are like... space station. Oh, the ground. <laughs> I don't remember physics equations specifically, but I do know that there's things that like... Uh, Resistance, like versus heat versus velocity, and you mix all them together and do some pretty designs, and you make up the formulas to figure out on your own if you're going to overheat or not. And then just to be a human that breaks apart. the sound barrier seems weird. What the fuck happens to your ears when you break the sound barrier? It's a loud boom for jets, yet alone to be you. You are breaking the sound barrier. <laughs> Just falling. There might be some OSHA regulations on that. Maybe you have <laughs> I really hope there was one OSHA guy like, I don't recommend this. This isn't safe. <laughs> it's a bad... There has to be one guy. Yeah. It's a bad idea. All right, this is one. All right, three more marks. I'm going to pull the plug on this shit. Yeah, nobody checks that shit, right? For no. extreme sports and things like that. Like, no. who's the guy like, oh, he's going to jump over seven I'll cars? Sign off. Let me just check this. All right, he's got to be 70 miles an hour there. Are you sure you're going to go 70 miles an hour? Because if not, you'll die. You're going to fucking crash into everything. Well, you know, the places that run that have to carry such large insurance policies and stuff like that, you know. And there's another, the insurance industry just making money off the stupidity of everyday people extreme gamers and things like that you know just what, like what you're talking about oh yeah back when Jackass was popular they were probably in their heyday like <laughs> deductibles are going up alright everybody's got their fucking three bikinis girls and blow and they're fucking living the insurance life thanks Obamacare <laughs> now every job I had was basically hey if you fall you're fired before you hit the ground which is great to hear when you work on a roofing crew for a little bit. <laughs> you mean the only danger I have to worry about is the one that gets me fired. Fire. Got it. Got it. <laughs> Glad you're buying beers at lunch. <laughs> Thanks, boss. And that's the story of how I learned decoy cups. McDonald's will give you six empty cups if you ask. <laughs> I'm loving it. That's not their motto, is it? <laughs> Is that yeah, right, yeah, Where yeah. the bag it is. Oh, shit, good. <laughs> I think it's here for reference. I'm like, I'm cross-referencing my fucking edibles now. That's the thing. You guys even have medical marijuana down here yet? Or no. are they just trying to flat-out legalize it right off the bat? Uh, it sounds like they're trying to just legalize it right off the bat. And we're also going to kind of get screwed by, uh, from what way I understand it, There's, it's been earmarked of who's going to grow Yeah, it. the monopolization yes. of the growing of it. Ten people can have the facilities that will grow the supply for the entire state. And uh, it just so happens that the people that own the property of them ten places are the ones that pretty much put the bill together and trying to run it through. That's amazing how that works. Yeah, how is that? That's, uh, Money? Politics? Is that a thing? Uh, has that's, anybody that's, mentioned that's this? Responsible, that's, that's called the Responsible Ohio group there's a there's a few more of them though that are actually trying to uh do it similarly but without the mandated well, monopoly and 
mm-hmm. let people be the caregivers and grow their own and whatever. If we do the state-run thing, we still have the federal issue and whatnot, which seems fine for, like, Colorado and whatnot, because feds leave everything alone that way. But will we have to deal with it kind of with the same concept like the gay marriage thing, where everything was kind of legal for a bit, then it kind of was illegal, then kind of illegal, then kind of legal, and still wait for federal to rule in on everything? Or I'm not quite sure how the flat-out legalization, because I know up by me, it's county by county. Yeah. Sometimes I you can be driving with marijuana. It's not technically, even without a medical card, they won't punish you for it or anything like that but it's like a $25 fine that's it $25 for an ounce is what Ann Arbor was for a while mm. it's like that's no med card nothing so if you have a med card obviously you should be fine, fine. if you have an yeah, ounce yeah. but I don't know what the regulation is how much you can have as a patient versus caregiver and things like that it's a very odd fucking rat race they're trying to just set up for it I think once they know how to make money is the yeah, deal I mean, of everything. That's really what they're aiming for. Well, I'm just glad I don't have to worry about any of that, you know, working a, 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 a steady job every day, you know, a nice union job. And, you know, I just would not want to put that on the line. For that's right, because Nancy Reagan said just say no, so I just say no. Is that the same bitch that put parental advisory stickers on things? That was actually Tipper Gore. Tipper Gore, Gore. that's the one I'm Al, very angry at. Al Gore's wife. Yeah. He, she was very <laughs> serial about Super serial about She was that. super serial <laughs> super about serial. getting those things signed up. <laughs> Which I guess really kind of just backfired in the PMRC's face because then uh, just kids were just like, gotta have this now. Yeah, I made it really weird with the whole uh, Walmarts and whatnot, carrying things. Like, I made the mistake, yeah. I bought a white zombie CD, but uh. from a Walmart and certain... You can't tell when they replace the words in a Rob Zombie or White Zombie thing. Because you don't know what he's saying anyway. It's like, wait a minute, they somehow censored this and I don't know. No. <laughs> That's true, I never thought about that. Oh yeah, especially people you don't understand real well, like every Rob Zombie song ever. There's got to be a fact. I swear, some producer somewhere just has, it's the Rob Zombie fake. You just turn it on and mumbles everything Well, it's the, it's the anti-auto-tune. It's like the anti-tune. <laughs> what key's the song in? Let's play the other key on the auto-tune. It's the there anti-tune. Kind of like Hetfield, yeah. <laughs> yeah! His yeah has become, yeah. Uh, what is it, the uh, little uh-huh. home scream of yeah. It's yeah. Much, anytime you hear yeah, you just want his yeah, all right? <laughs> Because I've heard, what does the Kiss dude do? The, yeah! Yeah! It's like, oh, no. Rock and roll! Yeah, baby, this house out on the town! God! Paul Stanley has to be the party. That's the, that's the, that's the, that's, what's it, Dr. Roxo? Yeah, exactly that voice. The cocaine clown. (laughs) I like cocaine. Death clock. Did you guys ever see, uh, I forget which one, it had to have been the second one, I think, uh, Decline of Western Civilization, where it focused on the metal bands of the 80s that were up and coming? Cause it, it's been a long time, but the, the guys it's ready to get re-released. Yeah, it's sure getting ready to get re-released on Blu-ray again. But uh, the one, this is the one I remember at least from the metal one, because they had the punk one first, then they did the metal one. Uh, but was Paul? they kept shooting to Paul Stanley. <clears throat> Paul Stanley's laying in some bed. They use him like a soft lens to shoot him. He's got girls draped all over him. But he sounds like Snagglepuss from the <laughs> yes. Hanna-Barbera cartoons. That's he's just like, in everyday life. He's just like 
Well, well, you know, we're just like having a good time every day. Just partying all the time. Girls and alcohol. and It's, it's, it's the rock and roll lifestyle. <laughs> I heard saying, oh, was that a nipple I see? Oh, oh. <laughs> I don't know if I saw that one. That guy is ridiculous because he somehow made a documentary of being the music guy. Where he's actually called a metal anthropologist or some shit is the title they give him in those documentaries. Oh, yeah. No. And he's made like tons. Like you said, the punk rock one, the rock one, the, uh, the hair metal kind of deal. Yeah. Yeah, I saw the Slayer so one he, and the he, punk rock one, but it's all this guy does now. He's the aliens of fucking rock music, really, now. That's what I was going to say. You say, like, a musical anthropologist. That sounds like some kind of made-up title. Like oh, it's a made-up title. He like, just puts like, it under his name when he like shows up on screen. Dude from <laughs> Ancient Aliens yeah. that's the... <laughs> Uh, Stefano Sakalus. Yeah. <laughs> you see, they gave him his Aliens. other show where he was like no. in search of something. Terribly dressed like Indiana Jones the whole time, and like every other History Two channel, nothing's ever concluded by the end of it. It's like a pyramid. What is it? Yeah, I'm watching the fucking History Channel. What the fuck is the pyramid? Don't ask me. Tell me. All right. Aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it could be aliens. Or hand gestures, know hand gestures, else. hand gestures, in quotes. <laughs> That's right. Aliens. Not saying it's aliens, but aliens. <laughs> I love the ancient astronaut theory until ancient aliens. Like I was, uh, like, uh, oh yeah, that makes sense. You know, and planet seeding of other shit and whatnot. Then all of a sudden, it's like. Oh, you guys just keep going. You gotta make me feel stupider and stupider about <laughs> believing this idea. Shit. I almost wonder if that was the initial purpose. They're like, some people think that... Disinformation. They just are like, I got an idea. Let's go with it. And fucking do it until they're like, fuck this guy. No, but no, 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 no. <laughs> give them give 90% truth and the 10% bullshit is enough to make them wonder if the 90% truth is real or not. That reminds me now of all the Sasquatch shows they've got running around. Oh, which, my, which my favorite is this like four hillbillies with shotguns yes. chasing after them. <laughs> I'm waiting for the day one of them just blows one another's face off by accident. Yeah, beard, I thought it was him. Uh, there... <laughs> I saw something blurry. Yeah. Bigfoot's That's always blurry. <laughs> That's a huge theory. You hear he can affect cameras, and he is blurry because no. it's interdimensional. Yeah, he is an inter- interdimensional. Exactly. That's why he's blurry because he's traveling in between dimensions. <laughs> so that's great. why because everybody sees Bigfoot, but you never find a carcass. See, when I hear that, I it goes think back. it's the people who don't believe in evolution trying to explain Bigfoot or something. Obviously, it's not a weird monkey man thing. He's an interdimensional being God put there for us to find. Not through cameras. And he used to ride dinosaurs to church on Sunday. So awesome. I don't want to live on this planet anymore. Bigfoot riding dinosaurs. That's a new one. <laughs> I'm going to have to edit that together like some kind of Photoshop. Somebody has put a I'm sure there's an internet meme of... That's the great thing about Google. You ever just type anything in it and just... It'll pop up. Huh? No, anything. I'm just telling you. You think of a terrible <laughs> three words... Unrelated three words, type it in. Well, and isn't it, there isn't it, it, there's a name, isn't it like rule 38 or something? Like anything you can think, anything, the most perverted, worst thing you can think of. I don't know, is that you can find CSI it somewhere? thing, rule something? No, that's another. 
I don't internet know. Internet memes. So many 48. rules. <laughs> Let's see. Bigfoot on dinosaur. Am I far enough Tell away to smoke a cigarette or no? Yeah, I think you're fine. Well. Actually, we're after an hour now. We should probably wrap it up for too much Big longer. But, but I'm just waiting to see what... I am curious what it'll pull up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's a Bigfoot assault right here, but... Oh, no. You know, this is going to have to be the picture for the episode of this podcast now. This is the Bigfoot, Bigfoot right? Bigfoot on... Pure no, download episode. Something like, different. Is that Bigfoot on Bigfoot right at you. <laughs> Turn to some guy who's like, yeah, that's Bigfoot Ryan thing. <laughs> now, like you're saying, I love the fucking Bigfoot shows and the ghost shows, but I watch them for a completely different reason than I imagine the market is. Because I'm like, if there's no ghosts, these are just some douchebags yelling in a house. <laughs> All right? I'm just, 30 minutes of a show of just some asshole in an empty house. I feel your presence! Please talk to me now! Be gone, evil spirit! Well, especially the, the well, what is, I think it's a... Well, the three douchebags that all wear black usually. Oh, that's like that, Coast Adventures? Yeah. That, yes. Oh my god, that guy. Because he's been possessed before. Yeah, exactly. He's been punching walls. Oh, there was a ghost in Michigan that touched my foot. <laughs> yeah, I have hate watched numerous hours of that show. Because then I love the big dude, Aaron, because he's always like, oh my god, and he runs. He's yeah. Like, he's like Shaggy of the Ghost Adventures. He's. <laughs> He just needs a great day. I feel like him. I'm getting possessed by a thing. I got these scratches on me, man. My eyes are all big. <laughs> I want to start my own version of Ghost Hunters, but it was basically I was going to eat a bunch of mushrooms with friends and just hang out in the cemetery <laughs> with cameras. You know, go <laughs> the fuck out and be like, oh shit, what's that? <laughs> yeah, this is your shadow, moron. All right. <laughs> you know, I imagine this is people watching it later because obviously I'm terrified while it's happening. Well, my search on Bigfoot on. Dinosaur didn't pull up so much, uh, but it did find me something on Amazon.com. Images. <laughs> Amazon.com has a book. It looks like a humorous erotica bestseller, and it's called "Gay Dinosaur Billionaire Adventures with Bigfoot and Friends." No, have you seen that? It's a whole thing. I, I've uh, gone to the bookstore recently. It's called "Dinosaur People Erotica." It's over in the adult section. Women want to be fucked by dinosaurs and Bigfoot, apparently. And it is very, very awkward and very descriptive. It's like the covers are like those Fabio covers you see. You know, Fabio. Yeah. Like, imagine him as the Airbrush. dinosaur. Airbrush ass watch Bill. With it's the same thing, though. It's Fabio like a raptor, like, with his arm around the woman on a boat with, you know, his mane, I guess that'd be, fucking flowing in the wind. Hilarious. It's like, oh, and then his talons, they reached around my... It's graphic and gross. <laughs> I recommend it for everyone, especially because they have audiobook versions for some reason. <laughs> some perverted lady is just reading them in her home like, yeah. Betty White. Yeah. In the- Probably. She's been working strong for the last couple of decades. She the only alive yeah. golden girl? Huh? Yes. Now, now. Now she is. I think so, yeah. Yeah, B. Arthur was the last one that went, right? Or- no, it was the no. uh, other one. There was someone recently... So I thought that oldest one on there was actually the like younger one or some shit like that. You know, the internet. It tells me lies all the time. How long have we went? We're at sixty-six minutes now. God damn. Well, we should probably let's uh, let's take a pause. Take let's a take, pause. Let's take a pause for the cause. <laughs>